you guys saw uh, Biden's having, you know, his meetings with all these world leaders. I did. I saw. I also saw his wife and Boris Johnson's wife had a yeah. lovely time at the beach. There's this awesome picture of him and Boris Johnson, and there's just this gust of wind that hits Boris Johnson, so he looks like as <laughs> yeah. wide as like five <laughs> men. And, like, so awesome. Uh, they got each other presents. Did you know this? What'd they get him? <laughs> All right. So uh, Biden's gift to Boris. A $6,000 Boris bike, complete with a blue helmet bearing the American and British flags. The bicycle was handmade by Philadelphia-based uh, Belinky Cycle Works and is apparently a remake of the classic English three-speed in lightweight form. Boris's gift to Biden. Johnson gave Biden a framed photo of anti-slavery campaigner Frederick Douglass printed out from Wikipedia. <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> What's it? I'm just well, picturing. Frame's quite nice, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this, Mac? <laughs> uh, what's it? I'm I'm just picturing uh, Boris Johnson on one of those bikes where the where the front wheels giant and the back wheels <laughs> tiny. Yeah. Just pedaling around like the halls because there's no way he'd ride that shit around <laughs> London. And meanwhile, Biden is thanking him for a picture of Barack. <laughs> 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 Speaking of uh, of uh, world leaders who can't bear to show their faces, you guys see uh, Bolsonaro getting booed off of a plane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. Where was he going? Uh, yeah, yeah. Who's who knows? He was a Raya sanctuary. He had to fight some. He was training them how to fight. Breaking. Macron has suggested Northern Ireland is not part of the UK. Really? Oh, no. Maybe he's our boy, the fucking frog. <laughs> <laughs> You guys see Macron get his shit rocked the other day? No, what are you talking about? <laughs> he got slapped. Like, yeah. he was, like, saying hello to some fellow French or some shit. And uh, he had security, you know, behind him, but not in front of him. And some guy just slapped him in the face. <laughs> I, I think I sent well, it. I gotta, I gotta find it. He deserves it. Did you guys see of that video? He Did it. you guys see that video of him groping Biden's big boobies? I did see that. That's he hot. was like, he was, was like, old man, I love you very much. You remind me of my I'm father. Say, this is a 15-year-old boy who fell in love with his like stern teacher yeah. at the president's school in France. Yeah, he probably he probably looks at Biden as like a dilf. He absolutely loved being slapped. Like he <laughs> digs that shit, yeah. and it's great because his only real competition in the upcoming French election, Marine Le Pen, also comes from a very normal like fascist collaborator family. <laughs> And I'm sure very normal things happened there. <laughs> it's the most sexually repressed nation in the world, and they're just going to invade Algeria again for the fun of it one day. <laughs> oh, here's the video. <laughs> oh! He bitch slapped him. <laughs> and it's France, so that guy's been, like, yeah. hung from the Eiffel <laughs> Tower. <laughs> but... About uh, Eric Adams pretending to live in New York. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. I forgot. <laughs> Eric Adams. Yeah, we have no choice but to stand, baby. He mm -hmm. is going to govern New York as it should be by a man from, from New, New Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to agree. And then the, he like tried to show off his place in New York, and then the bed was in the middle of the living room. <laughs> <laughs> His shoes, his son's shoes were like just like on display in every single room. Just a bunch of boxes of shit and bed, bed not in a bedroom. Like just the funniest <laughs> thing you could possibly do. It was literally also literally his son's bed. Like people found pictures of 
his son on that bed specifically. Very fucking cool, man. Very fucking cool. It's cool that he managed to keep that under wraps until now. When is that? Like, that's happening, like, in six days or something, right? I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I think, I think well, it's because they toured his, his quote-unquote house, and they're like, oh, wow, that's a very impressive collection of shoes, Mr. Adams. <laughs> yeah, he's a sneakerhead. Uh, do you think, was he- this painting... That says diverse city. Do you think? <laughs> do you think that was there before he had to take know. this picture? I think that was probably yeah. His his interns rushing to. I love how in every picture he looks like a deer in headlights. Like he looks fucking terrified. <laughs> he looks like I don't know what Oblivion is, but he looks like one of those Oblivion NPC memes. <laughs> yeah, Oblivion is the greatest game ever made, where a bunch of toe-headed people cannot die and f- clip in and out of walls. Walls in the environment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful game that preceded Skyrim, and you are completely correct. He is an Oblivion NPC. <laughs> that is why I've been pretty sure Adams isn't going to win this entire time. He has zero swag. Well, now he does because it's come out that he's from Jersey. Yeah, it's so fucking <laughs> funny. Oh my god. So we're gonna have to do the official Boomer Death Squad endorsement to the only Jersey boy on the ticket. Is Eric he licking Adams. his lips in this picture? <laughs> yes, he definitely is. Are you high right now? You ever get nervous? <laughs> <laughs> Are you loving this? Oh, why is Mike Lindell trending? Oh, what's he up to? Did he win? <laughs> he won his lawsuit. <laughs> Dominion has no. to pay him two billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he's not doing super hot. Apparently, what? no way. You're what kidding. Happened? The gates for my pillow CEO Mike Lindell's Frank speech rally opened up at 9 a.m. for the all-day fair-like event, but so far only about 10 people are there. <laughs> Here's another video of people just walking out of his speech. I want to bring it back. Is how did I end up here? How did we end up here today? Especially. <laughs> When I, you know, here's an ex-crack addict from Minnesota. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a little, I'll bring you back in time, you know. Is he referring to himself? I think so. Did you guys see the uh, Elon Musk defend billionaires billboard? Yeah, I did see that. I thought it was fake. <laughs> no, it's totally real. We're here. We're just like you. And then it's a picture of him like praying. <laughs> oh, fucking speaking of space billionaires, actually, Jeff yeah. Bezos and his brother are yeah, going yeah. to space together, holding hands. <laughs> Maybe cool- something will go wrong. It's yeah. the coolest thing like a divorced guy can do, though. No, fuck you. Me and my brother are going to space. <laughs> 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 fuck you. Yeah. He hate you. Uh, They're going to do Gargantual 1. Yeah, super fucking cool, literally. (laughs) Who opened the bay door during movie night? (laughs) We're looking for a Sharky's Machine type situation (laughs) on the uh, Blue Origin flight. This is all a parody. Parody, not a space assassin. (laughs) Check this out. I got something sweet about the British. A new memoir claims that the former wartime minister set up a bogus school to satisfy his caning fetish. Oh, no. There's a picture of him with uh, Winston Churchill, uh, and then it says, A prominent conservative politician and close friend of Winston Churchill set up a bogus summer school in Scotland where he posed as a 16-year-old schoolboy and hired other teenagers to cane him, according (sighs) to a new memoir. 
I guess that's literally just like what we could assume. <laughs> yeah, my one issue with that is he's calling it a bogus school, and I haven't seen any evidence that British education is <laughs> anything else than shit like this. Uh, Brendan Bracken, Churchill's wartime <laughs> minister of information and one of Britain's most successful newspaper publishers, was 54 in the mid-1950s when he embarked on a secret double life as a schoolboy named Mike, who was said to suffer from a premature aging condition. <laughs> I mean, maybe this isn't a laughing matter, but kind of is. Oh, it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing? You're laughing that Winston Churchill's information minister claimed to have Benjamin Button <laughs> and have himself beaten by boys. <laughs> how could you? How could you possibly find that funny? Churchill's just like drunk as shit, just like just like thought about doing a war crime in Malaysia or whatever. <laughs> World War II is happening, he's like, Alright, give me a scoop. And he's like, You'll have to cane it out of me, Winston, I'll never tell you. And he's like, Oh, this again. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to burn me with that cigar, Winston. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> yeah, that's the British. That's our uh, update on the British. Oh, here's a little bit of a a little bit of a throwback uh, in regards to the Bolsonaro getting booed off of the plane thing. Uh-huh, this sure. is a uh, an Economist article from 2019. Jair Bolsonaro is a dangerous populist with some good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do approve his policy on uh, large flightless birds. <laughs> I agree with him that they should just be around. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, Time magazine cover of uh, Biden with... Putin in his glasses for the Wait, UN what? meeting. No, I didn't realize. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's... It's oh, cool because man. it's like, I guess I am Vladimir Putin looking at Joe <laughs> Biden. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. idea. Yeah. Uh, Sin Fine's up a clean 10 points over Fine Gael in the last poll out of Ireland. Yeah, it's because both Joe Biden and Macron are carrying water for them now. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> the... Britain had to leave the European Union because it now backs the balkanization of the British. <laughs> <laughs> Something I've been fighting for my entire life, so I'm happy to see it finally coming to fruition. Yeah. Should we talk about the the New Jersey governor primary? Everything I know about it is what you guys told me about Oh, yeah, I guess happened. we never talked about that. We should talk about Singh for a minute. Singh is oh, fucking yeah. hilarious. He ran last time and, like... Almost got arrested for tax fraud or something, but cleared that up to run again this time and released a famously fake endorsement <laughs> in the, like, Donald Trump tweets from his desk thing <laughs> that he tweets from now. Yeah. Just in, like, the wrong font. Like, it was, like, clearly fake. It was also yes, like... it was clearly fake. At the bottom, it even said... Like if Donald Trump should say this against Rhino Jack Ciotarelli. <laughs> Jack Ciotarelli being like, you know, the Tony Soprano yeah. uh, Italian right winger who's just going to steal a bunch of money and move to Israel like Tarantino. Yeah, <laughs> and he, is the, he was the winner of the primary. He did end up winning the primary. Apparently people didn't care about uh, Rhino, never Trumper Jack Ciotarelli, <laughs> which I'm sure this guy isn't. Yeah. 
He's running in the modern Republican Party. I mean, (laughs) you got to make some money. He's running on cleaning up New Jersey. He's actually really the only position he can take against Murphy is that he wants to make weed illegal again. Very (laughs) fucking cool. So every election for the rest of our lives are just going to be referendums on whether or not we should legalize (laughs) marijuana. Yeah. And that's it. Well, BuzzFeed, Senator Kristen Cinema shows us her uh, Netflix watch list. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what's on it? I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was... completely believe that was real. I believe you. Did you see the Equal Voting Amendments Right Act uh, didn't pass because Kristen Gillibrand was not present for the vote? Oh, my fucking God. Failed 49 to 50. Yeah, didn't her... What is she doing instead? I don't know. She tweeted some shit about how it's important to yeah. pass it or whatever. But I she just I guess she just got a call from old man Schumer and was like, It's time to take a dive. Probably, uh and then her staffers put out a statement like if she was there she totally would have voted yes. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I gotta say, Chuck Schumer is like the funniest power broker of all time. He just uses like the other senator's seat from New York as like his personal project seat. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just has people there ready to take a fall at any given point, or he has it for fucking Hillary Clinton so she can be something before she's crowned president. Whoops. <laughs> it's the rule of two Siths. There can exactly. only be two. <laughs> exactly. And now he's got, like, Hillary Clinton's fledgling apprentice who is not powerful enough to kill her, and he's just going to <laughs> throw her in the fire whenever it's convenient to him. Yeah. Oh, about that, about the Voting Rights Act, uh, when I was looking for articles for this on one of those insane conservative websites, there was an ad that was like, it was like an aborted fetus, and underneath it, it said, tell your senator to vote no on the voting fair, on the Wage Fairness Act or something. It's like, Jesus Christ. They don't think that unborn babies deserve a minimum wage? <laughs> oh my God, actually... I saw there was this great tweet, which was, if you could go back in time to stop 9-11, how would you actually do it? (laughs) And the best response was, keep going back to when George Bush was an alcoholic and just continue drinking with him. (laughs) Drink heavier with him. Imagine if John McCain won then and had to do 9-11. It would have been much funnier. <laughs> he's, he's, he's personally teaching them how to fly. He, but he can't lift his arms up to imitate a plane. That's why, that's why they hit the towers, because John McCain couldn't teach them how to fly right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's, if they wanted to bomb a light bulb factory, he'd be, they'd be set. Beautiful. Beautiful. There. There, that's something to end on, kind of. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. All right, let's get into this. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one leftist podcast telling the truth about the Guantanamo Bay executions. (laughs) I am your host, uh, General Joey Flynn, captain of the Pacific Bay Army or whatever. (laughs) The Pacific Rim Army. Yeah, the Pacific Rim Army. Uh, Yo, what's up, guys? My name's uh, Real Raw Dan. And I'm calling in from the super secret camp at Guantanamo Bay, where they've locked me up for making too many Onceler jokes. <laughs> Folks, right. we've really done it. We've combed to the internet, we've searched far and wide, and we've mm. found the truth. <laughs> the real truth and nothing but the truth. Yeah. On realrawnews.com. Mm-hmm. Real Raw News, uh, you know, it's... It's the only news website that reports real and authentic, verifiably raw news. 
Uh, it's the origin of, you know, many of the Obama official has been executed at Guantanamo Bay stories that I'm sure you've seen. Uh, they're all very fun. Uh, and you may recognize uh, this website from such headlines as John Podesta executed at Gitmo. Deserves it. <laughs> Upcoming military tribunals revised. I'm glad they had time to revise. <laughs> Navy SEALs storm Bill Gates' Wyoming ranch. Can't be up to anything good over there. Yeah, I was going to say, why you got so much land, Bill? What you building? I heard they didn't even crash a helicopter like when they did Bin Laden. <laughs> yeah, like when they try and go yeah. to Taco Bell or whatever else they do oh, and steal $40,000 in government pens. Uh, <laughs> we lost a Chinook. <laughs> <laughs> military put Supreme Court Justice Amy Cody Barrett on house arrest. <laughs> I would love to know what's yeah. going on there. I don't know why they bipartisan tribunal. <laughs> uh, Dr. Fauci prepping to flee the country. <laughs> that would be so funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Fauci goes to Israel. <laughs> no, he'd go to Italy and hate the food like the Sopranos. Yeah. No, exactly. So he would be one of those Italians who makes a new life in Israel. Like, again, Quentin Tarantino <laughs> or whatever. He'd be like those Israelis who tried to make a new life in Italy but died in a cable car accident. <laughs> yes. Uh, Pence shot while fleeing military arrest. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready to have a serious conversation about violence in the police on the right now yeah. that the vice president's been executed? <laughs> He's just like while fleeing he... from the rooftops like Pablo Escobar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His brother with the identical face but like smoother <laughs> takes his place as the clone. You fucking love to see it. Mike man. Pence with lipstick and eyeliner. Yes. <laughs> um at fake White House, Kamala Harris tells staffers, Call me President Harris. <laughs> you know the president's not the real president. <laughs> yeah. Where's the fake White House? Uh probably Ohio. Fucking Kenya. <laughs> 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 Uh, and the last one, uh, Comey begs military, please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Always works with the military. Yeah. Famously, famously. That is so fucking cool. Why aren't they like Comey either? I, I don't. But would it surprise you boys to know that every single one of these articles is written by one Michael Baxter? Which is the name <laughs> of Rabbit from Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Very good. Okay. Is he like the teacher? <laughs> no, he's his gay best friend. Oh. Uh, I was gonna say that would be a cool episode of Arthur. Arthur, how is school? Well, my teacher got fired for writing uh, <laughs> news posts about the executions. <laughs> Me and Buster are going to Guantanamo Bay because we stormed the Capitol to support our president on January sixth. All right, so we have picked uh, a Michael Baxter article from Real Raw News. We're heading over to James Comey's military tribunal, uh, day one. So, I mean, I, I guess I'm just going to get into it. Y you can uh, form your opinion of what the fuck is going on here as we, as we read it. The real raw news. That's what's <laughs> going on here, baby. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's get into the no truth. Condom. As Donald J. Trump prepares to be reinstated as president of the United States this July or August. Or August. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the U.S. military has been amplifying efforts to litigate cases against deep state traitors whose names appear on a lengthy list of sealed indictments that Trump and acting AG Jeffrey Rosen had written in anticipation of finally draining the swamp. So what's their deal? There's a shadow attorney general? <laughs> 
That's pretty cool. And Trump is Trump is shadow president, but he's being reinstated as real president for some reason. Epic and dope. Let's go, baby. <laughs> the deep state's latest casualty is former FBI director James Comey, who on Thursday morning sat opposite a military tribunal and listened to Vice Admiral John G. Hanink, Hanink, whatever, spell out charges that could send Comey to gallows for atrocities <laughs> committed against law-abiding American citizens. <laughs> like where they sent Epstein. <laughs> yes, of course. This is not, of course, the uh, Muslim teenagers that he made his career yeah. on torturing. Yeah, no. I don't think they, uh, I don't think they mentioned I don't think them they in, that in, this, in this article, curiously. Uh, Vice Admiral Hanink opened the day with a scathing assault on Comey's character, accusing him of ordering the deaths of countless citizens in the name of uh, following orders issued by his former master, Barack Hussein Obama. White slavery, people. <laughs> I'm glad the military <laughs> tribunal is standing up to white slavery. <laughs> it's because Comey's Irish. Uh, Comey, Vice Admiral Hanink, told the three-officer panel had helped orchestrate Obama's clandestine aerial war and guillotine execution programs, uh, which targeted persons on Obama's infamous enemies list. Obama, famously with his, uh, bingo cards. Or <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um... He showed the panel classified internal FBI documents bearing Comey's signature. One document acknowledged the FBI's participation in an aerial strike that killed 16 members of a Colorado militia who had gathered to protest Obama's guillotine program. Are they alleging, like, Ruby Ridge in, like, 2016? I, who are Obama's enemies? Who did they get? I don't know. I, you, Who's they, a clone? They mentioned his infamous enemy list, but I don't know about you guys. I've never heard of Obama's enemy list. Well, I'm sure he has one. And it's yeah. just like, you know, Pete Buttigieg for sounding too much like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Kamala Harris for trying to be a woman in president. No, that's my <laughs> thing, being different. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, Hillary's on there, too. She was uh, very rude to me off stage after the debate. So you thought uh, on stage was bad. You should have heard what come out of her mouth. Exactly. And I mean, Bill was hogging all of the adrenochrome on <laughs> Bohemian Grove. I mean, Bill was hogging all the adrenochrome and he was just hogging it, too. Bill's always uh, hogging it and I don't like it. But who... Who was executed that they're protesting? Like, did Obama take the life of ZZ Top? This is the information <laughs> I need to know. Is there smoke on the water? Who can say? Real raw news can say. Um, yeah, Tim McGraw has been taken away. Exactly. <laughs> has been executed by nega patriots. <laughs> Comey told Obama that air and drone strikes were an effective means to silence what was once, what was then a very popular opposition movement. And he 16 Colorado militia members. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly bombed by the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Um, and he told Obama that guillotines would be more effective than bullets to silence persons opposing <laughs> Obama's war of terror on Americans. Comey wrote, Studies have demonstrably proven the effectiveness of guillotines in gaining compliance. If a man sees his wife shot, he will become enraged and vengeful. If he sees his wife's head sliced off, he will cower in fear and become submissive. A covert air war on Americans. Guillotine studies, Vice Admiral Hanning said. Well, and it's also like, there's already a bullet industry. By, by adding guillotines into the picture, you're now creating room for new production, new jobs, new <laughs> industry. That's another yeah. layer to the military-industrial complex. He's a businessman. He's a genius. Yeah, we here at Boomer Death Squad are here to introduce the Halliburton guillotine. <laughs> it's shiny. Yeah, uh, exactly. 
Okay, so if you haven't figured it out by now, every single one of these articles is this Michael Baxter guy writing fan fiction about <laughs> Trump's enemies being executed. <laughs> by military tribunals. <laughs> Follow yeah. me on Wattpad. Vice admirals. <laughs> so, I mean, let's, let's go on here. He approached the defense table, where Comey sat alone, and stared down the defendant. What kind of maniac are you, he asked. <laughs> Comey replies, I am the Joker. Very fucking cool. Uh, Comey asked if he could address the panel. Quote, from the moment of my arrest, I've been pressured to implicate Barack Obama in imaginary criminal actions. Even in his theoretical world, Comey's just like, oh, how could this be true? <laughs> yeah. Like all my haters, <laughs> like the people at the post office and my brother, <laughs> my son, my bitch ex-wife. These documents, some are fabricated, others are hypothetical role-playing scenarios that never actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we were talking about those TikTok people with split personalities yeah. <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> exactly. Barack is a good man. He always has been. Probably the best president this country ever had or will have. These <laughs> scenarios you're hearing about, Obama had no part in it. It was Hillary Clinton and Brennan whom the FBI collaborated with, but they also never took place, Comey explained. <laughs> this, 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 is, uh, this is Aaron Sorkin's uh, like ghostwriting project. Yeah, yeah, no, this reads like a Ben Shapiro book. It was not it, President Obama. It was just... Evil bitch Hillary Clinton, three <laughs> yeah. times executed, replaced yeah, by a clone yeah, who yeah. also had to be killed because it got too powerful. He says, in the last sentence, he said, it was all Hillary, but also, it's all fake. Yeah. <laughs> Vice Admiral Hanning told the panel that Comey, as an intelligence official, had been trained and had trained others to lie for a living. <laughs> Unmoved by Comey's... So Soliloquy, he said Comey's unquenchable thirst and insatiable appetite for power led him down a deep, dark tunnel from which there was no escape. Well, I mean, he was director of what, the FBI? Yeah, I mean, th that's true. So it's objectively true, but you don't think that's inherently the part that's bad. You think it's bad that he helped a drone strike a Colorado militia or something? <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to see... Um, some proof of that. I'd like to um, see the yeah, receipts. Yeah, where are your sources, sir? No, this guy doesn't need sources. He's operating purely off vibes, and he's yeah. completely converted me, actually. Yeah. I agree. Why not? Google's free. He puts his head in the shiny bowl, and when he takes it out, he's got a story. <laughs> it's interesting that you're willing to name-drop people who are now dead or soon will be. We know Obama masterminded all this. Your testimony aside, he will eventually sit where you're sitting now. And we know these documents don't re represent make-believe events, Vice Admiral Hannig said. Oh, so he's building <laughs> up to the Obama trial. That hasn't yeah. happened yet. Yeah, yeah, they have to implicate Obama in all of these other trials. Expert storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly, this is this is a couple books. <laughs> like honestly, that's the saddest part about all this. If this had just been branded as like Tom Clancy '67, yeah, the Kenyan question or whatever, <laughs> he'd be a millionaire. But instead, it's just making me really happy right now. He actually is writing a book. He has a he has a section on his, on his website dedicated to updates on his on his book that's uh, expo exposing the deep state. <laughs> Get ready for the first uh, Boomer Death Squad <laughs> book reading episode, folks. Uh, we'll prove we can read. Uh, second one. Well, they um, will. I still can't. 
His trenchant commentary on Comey's role seemed to strike a chord with the panel, as all three members nodded uniformly when he labeled Coney an odious human being, an abomination <laughs> to humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how fictitious this really is, he said. After a short recess, Vice Admiral Hanning introduced a witness for the prosecution who attended the tribunal via a Zoom video call. <laughs> uh, only liberals use Zoom. Yeah, that's, that's true. He introduced himself as Derek White, a 22-year-old black male who claimed that in 2015 he had seen his father's execution at the hands of men wearing FBI and FEMA jackets. <laughs> <laughs> he was being put into the FEMA camps. Yeah. He recounted events that transpired during the historic flooding outbreak of Texas and other southern states in May 2015. So now he goes on to uh, write a completely fake testimonial from some kid that is absurdly fucking long. It is a story about a kid whose homeless dad got uh, abducted by the FBI and FEMA, and they take them out onto a boat in the middle of the water and chop off all of their heads with guillotines, and then let the kid go. How big is the boat? Uh, Conservatives hate the homeless. They love chopping off their heads. Democrats (laughs) love building, like, rainbow spikes to just make their lives a living hell, but conservatives' (laughs) whole thing is homeless euthanasia. Yeah, which, you know, I'm not sure why he's on trial for that. <laughs> so after this, like, five, six hundred word story, uh, it goes, James Comey erupted in laughter. A fanciful, fabricated tale. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you call credible? Even if it were true, what, did it ha- what does it have to do with me or Barack? <laughs> It has everything to do with you. We know that you and Obama's FEMA director, Greg Fugat, <laughs> authorized the described events with Obama's encouragement. We will recess until tomorrow. But I tell you now that you have your former subordinates of yours who will give testimony tomorrow. <laughs> cool. I really like that this military tribunal does several recesses. Yes. <laughs> No, you're out of order. <laughs> they told two <laughs> stories, and now they're going to take a break. Yeah, James Comey has been executed for contempt of court. <laughs> um, bluffing, Comey told Vice Admiral Hanning, was the last act of the desperate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got such a way with words. Yeah. Uh, we'll see tomorrow, Vice Admiral Hanning replied, and he said the tribunal would resume at 10 a.m. Friday. And uh, that's that's the end of day one of of, of this trial. I'll expect constant updates, folks. We'll let you know what's <laughs> yeah. happening with the real raw news, baby. No condom allowed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just just a side note: at the time that uh, I read this article, it said at the bottom that it had been visited 125,000 times, with 2,000 visits just that day. And you figure most <laughs> of those are probably robots, yeah. right? But it's also like. When you buy a iPad for your grandmom and just show her how to use Facebook, this is what she <laughs> finds on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably have about the same fan base as uh, Boomer Death Squad. Yes. <laughs> Full overlap as well. <laughs> <laughs>
right, so <clears throat> conversely to real raw news, uh, we wanted to give you know the liberal side of the story, right? Of course. <laughs> so we've really got the liberal foil to uh, <laughs> real raw news in this website called the intellectualist <laughs> <laughs> super fucking cool man yeah. that like used to be my xbox username <laughs> yeah it's basically the liberal fake news website for you know punishment pigs um it features you know such headlines as photograph links terrorists to attack capital to lauren bobert's restaurant i remember this and this guy was like a server or a bar manager at bobert's restaurant and you gotta say man sometimes you just have to do shit for your manager yeah exactly <laughs> I yeah, once no. had to volunteer to build a children's playground just Fuck, like for, you know. for my stupid fucking waiter job. I guess this guy now is going to have to be tortured <laughs> in a Guantanamo yeah. Bay black site yeah. to make, I don't know. To take the publicity off those stinky yeah, uh, to make diarrhea Democrats feel better about themselves. Yeah, let's be clear here, folks. Uh, the real villain in this headline is uh, small business tyrants. Absolutely. <laughs> in every situation. Uh, Boston Globe editorial board calls for the criminal prosecution of Donald Trump. I wish Donald Trump was president <laughs> again so he could threaten to raise Boston. <laughs> uh, state bar investigating Texas AG for efforts to overturn election. I'm sure that'll go great. <laughs> yeah. um, during the Cold War, Trump funded attack ads against NATO, a Soviet <laughs> enemy. If I had money, I'd run ads against NATO. <laughs> yeah, NATO's bad. I just... Just they're calling Trump a communist here. That's so funny. That's, those were always the coolest <laughs> yeah. things against Donald yeah. Trump. The most important thing is that he's probably a communist. Spelling Trump in Russian letters. Yeah, but it just says it's just gibberish in it's Russian because Trump is German. <laughs> <laughs> a constitutional scholar suggests Barr was helping Trump set up a police state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have one of those, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, identically to Real Raw News, every single article is written by someone who calls themselves the intellectualist. This is so <laughs> fucking lame. I love to see it. <laughs> is I this really Jeff Tiedrich's new gig? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. The, the Crass and Street Steen brothers are the intellectualists. Yeah, they, yeah exactly. We are the intellectualists. Uh, so we've picked an article uh, on this website titled PTSD Expert. Trump must be held legally accountable for the nation to heal. I love this. This is like those calls by like milquetoast Democrats who don't believe in anything to repeal the ability to vote of anyone who participated in January 6th. And it's <laughs> yeah. just like, we didn't do that for Confederate soldiers in the Civil War. <laughs> and you think right now we're going to come together and do that? What the fuck is and wrong with strip you? strip people of their voting yeah, rights. Exactly. <laughs> Famously, what we love to do yeah. is uh, progressive. Yeah, we like the PRO Act. Yeah. Um, PTSD stands for, like, poo-poo Trump scary disease. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty fucking good. Yeah, I liked that one. Acrostic poems with Matt. <laughs> All right, uh, let's start it. Let's start this out here. President Donald Trump and others in his administration must face legal consequences for their actions over the past four years if Americans are to heal from this toxic administration, according to an expert in post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> That's the coolest job to get. I'll be an expert in that. Yeah. Sorry, I can't come into work today. My PTSD from Trump is playing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Imagine the articles this guy would be writing of Bernie Sanders. Yeah. The primary. No, absolutely. There's probably women who have had to deal 
deal with Trump that have like real PTSD from him. So yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I you know what I mean. So this is just like shittier. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. But we have to because we had to hear watch Stephen Colbert cry every night for four years. Yeah, yeah I have PTSD from that. If anything, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dr. Seth Norholm, a translational neuroscientist and leading expert on PTSD, told Salon's Chauncey DeVega that Americans have effectively existed in relationship with an abuser during Trump's presidency. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you don't like is a bad boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once the election was called, it was like an abused person. Now at least seeing the start of the breakup with the abuser, Norholm said. (laughs) (laughs) This is is like Sasha Baron Cohen's character from Who is America. Yeah. Uh, I just want to clarify, this article did come out between the election and inauguration. So Trump is still president. People are just like, you know, we're going back to normal. Yeah, finally. Brunch has returned. Brunch is back, baby. Yeah. And me and Danny did have a lovely brunch today. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Who's to say? Clinically, what we would do with a person who is in an abusive relationship is to conduct an extraction. The relationship is broken off, and then there are law enforcement guardrails put in place, such as a restraining order. <laughs> there are physical guardrails, too, where the abused person can move out of the abusive home and find shelter elsewhere. With Trump, the guardrails that are supposed to be in place are still not there. <laughs> So they're I guess what they're calling for in this is that um Biden is skips the president elect period and would just have been immediately inst- instated president made our king. Yeah. A glorious king. <laughs> they're just fucking we must protect the nation from this man. <laughs> <laughs> for example, most companies do not fire somebody for cause and then say, "Okay, you've got 70 days to get out of here," because obviously that is a great deal of time to wreak havoc and continue to be abusive. He wasn't fired. They tried impeaching him twice and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they tried firing him. He's unfireable, what they baby. He's quite literally at will employment applied to the president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what an what an excellent example. Very funny. Trump still being president is very much the same thing. A person would not break up with an abusive spouse or partner and then say, okay, as of two months from now, we will formally end this. I agree. When Donald Trump <laughs> won in 2016, he should have immediately, immediately become, become president, president and executed Hillary Clinton. Like <laughs> Another broken campaign promise. What a fucking politician. Such a situation would be an emotional mess. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those things where it's just like... The the allegory they're drawing is like, I don't know, who am I to say? I don't know anything. But I feel like they're, like, minimizing the actual thing, you know what I mean? They're minimizing, like, actual abusive relationships to draw yeah. this just fucking tricycle-brained allegory. It's an abusive relationship to get stressed when you open Twitter willingly 30 times a day. Yeah, you, you have to keep MSNBC on <laughs> all your TVs in your house. Uh, Now that President-elect Joe Biden is on track to take over in January, many Americans are feeling relieved. But this is only the beginning of the nation's healing, Norholm said. The level of stress has been excessive. There are people who have now spent four or so years having to deal with Trump's presidency and its consequences. Who are the people that aren't dealing with the consequences? Yeah, there are people. It's four years for everybody. Yeah, but they, they think the people dealing with the consequences of his presidency are fucking, like... 
I don't know, white ladies with oh, like right. cushy yeah. jobs yeah. who are still upset. Yeah, exactly. And what were the consequences of the Trump presidency? If anything, it just proved that the buttons aren't really hooked up to anything. Yeah. It's, it was the same consequences of any other presidency. <laughs> we get nothing. Yeah, everything people... slowly continues to get vaguely shittier, as yeah. it will forever. And people now... overseas get bombed and die, <laughs> and it's horrible, and yeah, we don't get anything. Let's uh now let's get into the uh, the horrible toll that this is this took on liberals over the four years. Quote: Those people are more at risk for stress-related illnesses such as gastrointestinal problems, cardiac problems, and exacerbation of other physical symptoms because of the stress. The new, it's like the new thanks Obama. Just thanks Trump every time I shit out of my doo doo ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice. Yeah, my IBS isn't because I'm stressed and eat like shit. It's actually because of Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. Cheeto in the White House. Uh, ask what would happen if there are no investigations or punishments from the Trump administration's crimes. Norholm said that would not be a good outcome. Hey, I'll hold him to it. If Joe Biden tries and executes Donald Trump, I also yeah. think that would be very funny. Set yeah. the precedent. Set the precedent, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I'm sure the longtime senator from the Bank of Delaware feels <laughs> like that's a great precedent for him to set personally. Yeah. There's a Hague Invasion Act. There's no D.C. Invasion Act. They can't <laughs> save him if he's in D.C. I wonder if people will start to question my history of voting for the lynching is good, actually, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> For the psychological well-being of the American people, there need to be consequences for the horrible things that happened under the, under the Trump presidency. There needs to be a resolution. In terms of the abusive relationship analogy we've been using, there needs to be consequences. They, they've, all, they've already called it consequences. <laughs> the, that courtroom moment where a sentence is handed down to the abuser. Like what, that happens in 3 or 4% of these cases? I think that's a bit generous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of the reported cases. Yeah. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Closure is important. If there is no closure, then the abuser and all that trauma can continue to cause emotional, psychological, and physical trauma. Like, for instance, if you completely had your abuser dead to rights, but then some toe-headed fucking cop fucks up the chain of evidence, which yeah. legally makes it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they did not commit the crime, and now they are free. Yeah. Yeah. This is such a funny comparison for anyone who has actually tried to navigate an American courtroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's also like the closure that they want is Trump going to prison. Is he, him just hanging out at Mar-a-Lago 24-7, shitting his pants all over the place. That That's stressing you out to the point of like ripping your hair off at exactly. your office job. We should pick up the Israeli tradition of just like after you're the president, you, you go, go to, to prison. <laughs> that should be how it works. But You ask any of these people too, you're like... I guess we gotta start somewhere. You're like... Yeah. All right, yeah, like, like, what should they try him for? And they're just like, well, he was on Twitter a lot, and... <laughs> uh, okay, so this is the last paragraph here. There is a hunger and need for some kind of resolution among the American people because of what Donald Trump and his administration have done to them. Such a resolution will provide validation and affirmation. Yes, this guy really was a bad guy. Needs to be publicly acknowledged. Jesus fucking Christ. Christ. Most people feel that way for one way or another at this point. What do they mean by publicly acknowledged? Yeah, what exactly are you hoping for? Uh, SNL to do more Donald Trump's? Get? What do yeah. you literally uh, want? The Republicans to put out a statement like, yeah, you we're be, sorry? Yeah, you want to be told you were right. You don't think they're... 
You have no problem fundamentally with, like, George Bush, Mitt Romney, John McCain, or any of the absolute cretins who would have governed the exact same fucking yeah. way, or who, in George Bush's case, governed worse, even, yeah. than the Trump administration yeah. ended up being able to govern. They don't believe in anything except for, uh... The emperor must wear clothes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Donald Trump cannot pull down America's pants and show everyone our little balls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the feelings of stress and anxiety were warranted. Ultimately, the American people need their feelings to be validated about Donald Trump and what has happened with him as president. The American people just, they need to feel valid, folks. And I don't know what you, that's all the fucking politicians talk about. What do you want? That is the only thing any Democrat will actually speak about. How validating how bad the Trump presidency was without making any moves to improve the material circumstances yeah. of the Joe Biden presidency. Yeah, other than taking a knee in the Senate building or whatever. Exactly. Kente Claus for everyone. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I'm suffering from imposter syndrome. I feel like my representatives just don't align with my own <laughs> values. <and> not... <laughs> Pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking good. Well, folks, at least we can... Rest comfortable knowing that the absolute necrosis of the American political system is bipartisan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing changes, there is no difference, and thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad, a comedy podcast. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. We'll have a link to our Discord server in the description. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. And I've been Matt. Bye bye. See ya. Toodles. Toodles.